Eternal Health, episode number 32. Listening to the Eternal Health Podcast, where we discuss God's great design for your life in body, mind, and spirit. Your host is Laura Rimmer, who's a nutritionist, author, speaker, and health coach. Looking for yoga tips or the latest protein shake recommendations? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. If you're ready for no-nonsense, multi-layered health expertise, drawing on evidence-based nutrition and biblical principles, welcome to Eternal Health. For show notes and to download your free 5-Minute Optimum Health Scorecard, please visit laurarimmer.com. Enjoy the show. Hi there, it's Laura Rimmer here. Welcome back to another episode of Eternal Health, or welcome for the first time if this is the first episode you're listening to. And if it is, then um, great to have you here. And you've picked a, a good episode to start with because this is something slightly different to what I normally do. This is me being interviewed um, on another radio show. And it's an interview I did about three months ago for Cross Rhythms Radio. And this is my testimony of my path into spirituality. And I'm not gonna say too much more than that now. So just sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea and enjoy this interview. And I'll speak to you again at the end. You're tuned in to Cross Rhythms, Plymouth 96.3 FM. And uh, this is Life Stories. It's the show where, quite literally, I suppose what it says on the tin, we uh, explore different people's life stories, their stories of faith, what that looks like uh, to have that worldview here in 2017. And today I've got the uh, pleasure and privilege of being joined by Laura Rimmer in the studio. Laura is an author uh, of a book called The Alkaline Five Diet. She's also a health coach and uh, various other things besides as well. Laura, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, great to be here, Dave. Thanks. It's uh, it's great to have you here. And I hear, we'll get to this later on, but you run a podcast. So you're used to being this side of the desk and doing the questions. So uh, yeah. I've got my work cut out today. Um, Laura, do you want to start, uh, as we do on uh, Life Stories, just uh, from kind of the beginning, as it were, just a bit about yourself uh, growing up, maybe your early kind of stories of, uh, of, of faith and what life was like for you um, as a younger person? Yeah, sure. So um, I grew up in Cornwall and didn't grow up in a in a christian home um but i had the 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 privilege really i guess of an age i think i was about eight we lived opposite a church organist and he noticed my sister and i playing out in the street and he come and approached my parents and said would your daughters like to come and sing in our church choir oh wow um so mom and dad spoke about it asked us i was really up for it so my sister and I joined this church choir okay. um, and I was there for, for many years until the age of about 14 I think my sister left slightly earlier than me no but um, that was my first kind of foray into faith if you like to be honest it was quite a, it was a very high Anglican church and sure. um, yeah I, maybe it was my age I don't know but I never really got the gospel message at that age mm-hmm. i really enjoyed the music um loved doing things like even song where we just sung okay. sung psalms um yeah, every yeah. sunday evening so i do remember even at that age thinking i don't really get what we're doing here all the incense and the bells and the <laughs> bowing at the altar and all that kind of stuff but i do remember thinking at even at that age like probably 10 years old wow. this man jesus sounds quite fascinating yeah 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 so that was my 
yeah, I guess my first experience with faith. So kind of an intro just into spirituality, some deeper questions of life. What is life about, I suppose, just maybe pricking your conscience of that, for want yep. of a better phrase, more than really exploring it much deeper yes. than just enjoying singing in a choir kind of thing. Yeah, and also, um, I, being a church chorister, I went to a lot of weddings and a lot of funerals. So <laughs> right. by the age of, you know, 11, 12, I probably attended more funerals than wow. most people have in a lifetime. So yeah, I really yeah, got yeah. the kind of whole concept of life and death and... Mortality and everything. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I think that was a good grounding. Mm-hmm. But um, at, at age about 13, 14, it became very uncool to be in a church wearing a robe, you know, singing every Sunday. Sure. Um, yeah, my yeah. friends kind of, yeah, didn't think it was very cool at all. So probably a bit stupidly I left church at that age and to be honest got into the normal teenage stuff of drinking started smoking going out partying and just really left my faith at that point sure um probably looking back felt quite lost right went off to university at age eight and continued 18 I assume (laughs) yeah 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 um went to just lots more parties and and more drinking and all that kind of stuff and began to feel quite I think quite depressed because I went to university in Birmingham and it was a real for me it was a real culture shock moving from kind of Cornwall to Birmingham yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was in quite a rough area of Birmingham as well so just saw a lot of crime and yeah dark stuff really um and really became very unhealthy as well and so there was this I guess at that point spiritually I was in quite a dark place um, but also felt really unhealthy eating all the wrong stuff eating loads of takeaways smoking drinking all that kind of stuff Um, at the end of my first year of university I decided having got alcohol poisoning I'm ashamed to say um, I decided to make some changes so started Mm. getting into natural health and started going to the gym and just working Mm. out and immediately felt better in my body at least um, if not spiritually and those changes made all the difference for me started eating healthily started making my own food like rice and salads and and things like that and green smoothies and felt a lot better gave up smoking eventually and then after university so i I studied law graduated with a law degree and then moved back home to plymouth where my parents were now right and because I'd experienced the benefits of, of health and vibrancy and, and fitness on my life, I'd uh-huh. kind of got onto this path now of self-development. Okay. Um, maybe wouldn't have recognised at the time, but, but yeah, that's where I kind of landed. Yeah, yeah. And being an avid researcher with a really inquiring mind that I am, just studied nutrition, like yeah. really got into it and started using myself as a bit of a guinea pig. Yeah, um, yeah in terms of the health aspect and I would run like I was running lots running half marathons and things by this point and just trying lots of different diets and and really working out what was best for my health yeah yeah, yeah. and then also was now getting into things like yes self-development so read books by people like Daniel Goleman and and the power of positivity and and that kind of stuff so I was really also delving into the the mental side of things and that led me on a couple of years on from there into the, the spiritual world. And I guess it was a natural progression. And I see this in many people to go from being into health, fitness, mm-hmm. wellness, mind health mm-hmm. into a kind of more spiritual realm. So that's where I went off on. Yeah, I, yeah. I started getting into the new age, um, okay. 
so I, I guess I took a kind of pick and mix approach to spirituality. Yeah, yeah. So I took a bit of Eastern meditation and um, mindfulness, that kind of thing, yeah, and yeah. some yoga. But, and reading lots of different spiritual texts, so things like the Tao Te Ching. Right. Um, I had a Quran. I had a Satanic Bible of all things as well. Really? Um, yeah. Um, wow. And a Bible. So I had lots and lots of different spiritual texts and was basically just making up my own religion. Sure. Okay. Really interesting. Interesting place to kind of pause for a second as well. Mm-hmm. We'll stop for some music and we'll um, we'll talk more about that. Really interesting place to be at where you kind of, as you say, pick and mix spirituality and this pick and mix life uh, worldviews, I suppose. We'll, we'll talk more uh, with Laura after this. You're listening to Cross Rhythms Plymouth and uh, we are into a life stories conversation. I'm here talking with Laura Rimmer, who's an author, uh, health coach and uh, is kind of doing that all from uh, her perspective and worldview um, as a Christian. And we've just been talking there, or you've been talking about your journey from a from a child getting involved in singing in a choir, in a church, sort of, I suppose, dipping your toe into what that looks like in that whole perspective of faith and 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 uh, spirituality from that standpoint very very early on then moving away from that kind of not that cool when you're a teenager being involved uh, in that necessarily uh, moving away going to university getting into some bad habits some um, kind of bad life choices which mm. probably isn't that alien to most students if we're completely <laughs> honest about it uh, uh, going down that route and thinking this really isn't fun this isn't making me feel good um, changing your health choices trying to improve yourself I suppose is, is how you described it mm. getting into self-improvement in a number of different ways starting with eating well exercising really good things to do then looking maybe deeper into psychological side of things self-improvement positivity all that kind of stuff yeah. and then drifting into spirituality um do you want to that's kind of where we left it that's kind of where you got up to in the last section could you tell us a little bit about uh, maybe why uh you took that next step to look at the spiritual side of things why why didn't you just leave it there with uh kind of your physical well-being and your psychological well-being in those areas um because i suppose for a lot of people listening they might be going well that's that's it isn't it that's that's the sum total of what we are why did you think oh i want to look into spirituality and then that whole arena mm. because i wasn't satisfied in right. a nutshell um you know it's all very well having a, a fit healthy body and being relatively calm in my mind and understanding communication and all that kind of thing yeah um but there was still something i was craving something there's something more right and so after that period of university i went i had a number of different jobs and had good jobs and got kept getting promoted in one of my jobs i was in i I always had two part-time jobs um so i had a really varied life i had lots of friends I was doing things like dancing. I was doing lots of dance classes and singing in bands. I was a lead singer of a a rock band of all things at one point. Um, But there was choir to a rock band. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm now back in a choir, thankfully, which suits me much better. (laughs) That's funny. But um, you know, I always it it always felt that I was searching for something. What else is there? There's got to be more to life. Mm. So Um, the question. Sorry to interrupt, but the, mm. the kind of the question of you know well-being physically all right psychologically kind of okay but there's still a question of purpose still a question of what is this all about why are we here those kinds of questions is that what you're referring to in yes a sense? and that that's exactly where i'm going with this because that was it i saw in the 
self-development realm that that was the key thing that they kept saying you need to find your purpose okay so in my mind and what i was told through more of these kind of like experts and gurus was you need to find your own purpose right. so then the next question was okay well what is my purpose then yeah, yeah, so yeah. i sat out on this journey i thought is it you know is it setting up my own business which i eventually did is it having a, a health website and writing books mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. i did it's like yeah okay that's cool but i again i still felt yeah yeah, yeah. there's more there's got to be more to life this isn't yeah. it yeah, yeah um is it to make lots of money so i set out to make lots of money and i you know i didn't ever become a, a millionaire or anything but i i was at a position where i was working part-time in my business traveling the world i'd have a holiday every single month go to right. a different place in the world wow um I was happy and ha- by the world standards, I guess you could say, you know, I, yeah, I had a pretty good life. Mm-hmm. Granted, I wasn't married, didn't have children. So sure. some people might say, well, that's what you need to find your that purpose will be step, fulfilled. Sure. But to be honest, like I, I look, I live my life quite vicariously. I look around at other people and I saw that lots of other people who had marriage and children still mm-hmm. weren't satisfied. So that question of, of purpose was still there for them. You're yeah. thinking, well, therefore children in and of themselves aren't necessarily that answer yeah absolutely so i kept staying on this path of i I knew there was a bigger higher power i knew there was more to this life than just us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know it didn't stop with humanity i knew there was something bigger and i think because of my background in church as a child i knew there was a god i never Mm -hmm. questioned the fact that there was a god right but at this point i was defining god more in terms of God is in everything. God is in everyone. So I guess a, a pantheistic point of view. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. So yeah, the divine in everything and everyone. Yeah, and yeah. all we have to do is to find that higher divinity within us. Sure, sure. So hence got into things like yoga and meditation, which would really focus on bringing out that divine in all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw big flaws in that yeah, because yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like I was divine. And I would look around at people who had been into new age spirituality and and lots of other different spiritualities as well for a long time Mm. and were supposedly way further down the path of their purpose and their spirituality than i was Uh but i saw big big flaws i saw in these people's anger and um relationship breakups and uh, and i uh, yeah again there was big questions for me really interesting stuff we're, we're going to stop for some more music and then we'll we'll talk a bit more about that maybe define go towards a definition of what new age is what that actually means because i suppose for some people listening they might be like okay kind of get that but not sure exactly we'll talk a bit more about that and then uh, maybe what changed for you and where you're at now uh, move into that a bit later on so uh, we'll stop for some music now and talk more with laura after this you're listening to Life Stories here on Cross Rhythms Plymouth 96.3 FM and I'm joined uh, by Laura Rimmer. Laura, you uh, talked about in those last two sections about how you went from um, a perspective of self-improvement in terms of health, fitness and, uh, and well-being in those kind of areas of physicality and psychologic, psychologically, I suppose, um, then going into spirituality in terms of searching for purpose and one thing you mentioned there and if you wouldn't mind kind of maybe defining it for us a little bit you said you got into new age things um and that sort of spirituality what would you say that is how would you define that well i think um i've done a lot of research in into this since i've become a christian i'm actually writing um, another book um, on this topic at the moment so 
The irony is with the with the definition of new age is that actually it's very old. If you look back to biblical times, it's religion outside of a saving faith in Jesus. Okay. So basically it's you get to decide. And right. and this is the thing, it's it's very hard to pin down what exactly the new age is because sure. I think it goes hand in hand with where we are in our kind of society now as well, the whole postmodern ethos of there is no absolutes that it's sure. you know, moral relativism, spiritual relativism yeah, yeah, where yeah. we get to pick and your yeah. truth is right for you, sure. my truth is right for me. Don't judge me, I won't judge you. Sure. Sure. So to say, you know, there is only one way, one truth and one life, that is Jesus, obviously, we know now, I know, you know, I didn't know then, yeah. um, is kind of, you know, that, that came across. So for me, I remember people telling me the gospel as mm-hmm. a new ager and thinking exactly that. It's very judgmental. It's very narrow. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, we all get to decide, I'll decide for me, thank you very much, yeah, um, yeah. what my faith is. And so my version of the new age, this is the thing, this is where it became very lonely for me mm-hmm. because I would take, say, the Tao Te Ching, the principles from that, and yoga and meditation somebody else equally a new ager would take maybe tarot cards and searching for their spirit guides and looking at past life regression (laughs) so it looks very different to to everyone in in the new age so there's no real cohesion there's no real sense of community sure and you can kind of make it up as you go along and and i think that's a lot of the danger with this stuff it's really interesting to hear that um because i had done a tiny bit of research barely more than sort of looking on wikipedia so not really research but um and and what i'd seen when looking at new age because i didn't really know what it was even recently as sort of early this year um and that was kind of what i found in researching that it's kind of a little bit pick and mix you used Mm. that phrase earlier Mm. it's kind of a little bit of whatever you feel like spirituality kind of thing just dip into what makes you feel good type thing and i suppose what you're saying in this is it's all really if we're blunt about it rooted in self and selfishness it's all focused on me it's like it's how i'm it's how i'm hearing it and what what i've looked into very Mm. barely is that it seems like it's all rooted in the world kind of revolves around me or my world revolves around me and i'm going to do what i feel like would that be accurate in terms of your perception of it that it's just sort of self really self-reliant yeah totally totally um i again i wouldn't have recognized that at the time i think a lot of people into the new age think that they're being very selfless and and i think they go on the principle and i certainly did where i need to get me right and i need to look after myself and love myself that's a big you know term in the new age love yourself the the whole problems in life is because you don't love yourself enough and you know when you look in the bible it's like actually that's the root of most of the problems is that we we are so naturally exactly um so yeah and and the trouble with that is i mean for me my experience was it got to the point where almost kind of self imploded i was trying to search so much and trying to improve myself so much and look inward so much that i became very isolated um and i just in all honesty i i saw the evil in myself and the sin and again i wouldn't have defined it as that i would have called it something else like stuff going wrong or whatever but but in reality that's what it is it was the evil and sin that i couldn't get out of i couldn't work myself out of that own sin it it takes you know it takes jesus doesn't it an outside perfect person to drag us out of our own kind of mess if you like yeah yeah yeah. so for me it really got to the point where of almost despair i was doing a lot of research i saw a lot of dark stuff going on i could Mm -hmm. see like 
you know, Satanism in high places in the world. I, right. I, I met a lot of different people in the course of my business and I saw some really dark stuff right. and it kind of culminated for me in seeing a psychic medium. Right. Um, and he told me some things which I don't doubt are from the spiritual realm, some okay. things which were very accurate and, and things which he foretold which have subsequently come true. But thankfully I had a good friend around me at the time, I had three strong Christians, um, and one of my friends told me very clearly, um, Laura, you need to turn away from this stuff mm -hmm. because the Bible says that that is demonic and it's bad news. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, that's all very well, but I don't believe in the Bible. So right. he said, I don't care you need to turn away from that and for right. him he was a very gentle man normally and he was very emphatic yeah. so I went, to bay, I went away a little bit disgruntled from that conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. but thankfully I think God humbled me just enough to kind of take it on board and um, and listen to these people around me who were telling me about Jesus. Mm. Laura, keep looking for Jesus. Seek, yeah, yeah, seek yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and it was it was kind of getting on my nerves a bit. <laughs> but after that experience with the psychic medium, mm -hmm. I can I, I felt a sense of what I can only describe as spiritual darkness and oppression mm -hmm. um, in the little flat I was living in at the time, and that quite scared me. Yeah. So it all culminated in this point where. I just cried out to God. Right, right. Amazing. If it's all right with you, we'll leave it there and then talk about what that looked like after that. Um, we'll stop for some music and talk more after this. I'm in conversation here on Life Stories with Laura Rimmer. And uh, Laura, you've talked so far about uh, your life story up to the point really of um, finding faith in Jesus, finding a Christian faith. That's kind of where we got to in that last part. Just before you go into that and what the difference has been, how that changed things and where you are now, um, it was really interesting to hear in that last section that you were looking into spirituality in, in what you'd call, and people would call new age kind of ways of thinking and ways of doing things, trying to satisfy yourself um, and trying to satisfy that question of purpose, of meaning and all those kinds of things. Really interesting to hear how you said in that last section you were seeing a lot of darkness in that. Could you maybe talk to that point just a little bit of, of what that looked like for you of just, because at the time you said you wouldn't see it as sin in yourself, but you felt there's still darkness in me. There's still darkness in other people. There's still darkness I'm seeing in these people who are allegedly enlightened or whatever the right mm -hmm. phrase is. Um, could you just talk to that a little bit of how maybe it is a bit darker than maybe people might think? Mm. Yeah, sure. I think, you know, we're in a time where yoga is offered at every gym um, meditation is now offered in schools to children so those type of practices are completely normalized in our society and unquestioned by most people mm -hmm. and I think I think people need to realize and, and I certainly needed to realize at this point that there is a spiritual aspect to these different practices and so yeah yoga is an example it's not just stretching and breathing mm -hmm. it's rooted in eastern mysticism it's a hindu practice mm -hmm. and you know there is a spiritual realm out there there's a spiritual realm of darkness um mm. as well as the kingdom of light in jesus yeah i think we need to be careful about that and certainly from my perspective i felt that darkness yeah, yeah. um yeah i and i've seen people who've come out of this and had to have deliverance from from doing these kind of new age practices and yeah. things like um 
I went to Thailand and was offered the chance to do astral projection, which is um, kind of you go out of your body, you go into this meditative state and you move out of your body into the spiritual realm and and you separate your mind and your spirit from your body. Mm -hmm. And that's Uh, how it's described to you when you're going into it that was how it was described yeah Yeah, and it was all described very nicely by this sweet woman Mm -hmm. Um, it's all described as kind of rainbows and light pretty much so I thought in my naivety yeah all sounds good I'll give that a go Um, thankfully circumstances um, as it happened I think the Lord intervened and and stopped me from doing that but Mm. subsequently now in my research on these types of things there's, there's again a really dark aspect you know mm. if you're moving out of your body and, and seeking the spiritual realm if that's outside of Jesus the Bible is very clear that you're entering into a, a you know a realm of darkness mm-hmm. yeah Re- just really interesting to just share that I think because um, just speaking from experience because I feel like it would be wrong for me to say that because I've got no experience in that but for you to say that you actually explored those things uh, in the best possible way and like mm-hmm. well-meaning mm-hmm. you were you were wanting the best for yourself yeah and i assume for the people around you mm-hmm. in that sense but you saw and that's all you can say is your personal experience is you saw a lot of darkness and i have seen subsequently through talking to other people as well um we'll just quickly time's running out again on this section but if you could just share then you said you cried out to god mm-hmm. is kind of where you got to in the last section um and went okay i realized that there's something here that I need to address. What yeah. did that look like? And and a little bit before we start for music. Okay. How that's been since? Yeah, sure. So it got to the point where I just recognised that I th- I thought I knew what I was doing here. I thought I could just choose my own path of spirituality, but actually I don't. There's much more going on than I know about that I'm able to handle. Mm-hmm. So I just cried out and said, God, whoever you are, whatever you are, if you're just the universe, the source, if you're in me, if you're not in me, mm-hmm. whoever you are please show me the way because I don't know what I'm doing here. And at that point, I got this instant conviction, Jesus. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That will be, I think, a very good place to stop in this section. And if you are tuning in and you're listening to that and you're thinking, wow, I've I've been involved in yoga and meditation and various different things. I I felt it important to say, you know, you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be afraid of what you're hearing in this, that, oh, I'm I'm tied into all this dark stuff. Don't be afraid of that. But hearing what Laura's saying of how she got out of that, and we'll talk more about that in this next section. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll stop for some music, and then we'll talk more about what it's looked like for you to come out of that and the difference and uh, the kind of light that you've come into, uh, for want of a better word. It's a pleasure to be joined in the studio by Laura Rimmer. Uh, Laura, it's been a really fascinating conversation so far, just talking really about your life story. This is life stories after all, so that fits, um, here on Cross Rhythms. And uh, Laura, you've got to the point now where you were a, a kind of well-meaning uh, lady looking into your, your, kind of yourself, your, so, your own spirituality, your own life, wanting to live well as best as you could, just trying to find your own way in the world. Getting to this point that you described in that last section, having seen a lot of darkness through stuff you'd explored in New Age and spirituality and getting into avenues where you're like, this goes down a pretty dark path, I don't want to go there anymore. Coming to God, finding Jesus, finding mm-hmm him in a very personal way crying out to god Mm -hmm. what happened from then and uh, how have things changed since so from then when i prayed to god and said show me the way and i got this instant conviction that it was jesus Mm. um and it wasn't an audible voice but it was such a strong conviction that it just shook me and i had this all these objections come up in my come up in my mind so 
oh yeah well I went to church as a child I explored looking at Jesus and again yeah. it was like no it's Jesus right. throw, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. religion strip away all the religion and stuff you saw as a child that wasn't particularly helpful mm. um, it's Jesus you need to look to him mm. and then my next sinful thought was oh great I'm going to become a Christian like <laughs> <laughs> that was totally unappealing to me at and that just point. a perspective in your mind of what a Christian looked like yep. I assume like a yeah. stereotype kind exactly of thing. I don't know like a do-gooder or I'm going to have to give up all my fun Socks things and sandals or, kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah so um but it, it was such a strong conviction Dave that I I had to listen to it yeah. um and at that point I think I would felt like yeah I think this is the truth mm-hmm. so went out Bought myself, went into town, bought myself a King James Bible, took it home and mm-hmm. read all the way through the Gospels wow. pretty much in, I think, over like a day. Yeah, yeah. And reading in the Bible, there's names and dates and places and eyewitness accounts and people mm-hmm. and events. Mm-hmm. It was such a breath of fresh air compared to all these ethereal spiritual texts that I read right. before, which had, it was just fluff. You couldn't take anything substantial That's from really it. That's interesting the bible actually i was like whoa this is true this is the truth and i sure. knew at that point i found the right path that's really interesting just thinking about what you're saying and following your story interesting that you would see the difference in that being someone who studied law much earlier mm. in your life that mm-hmm. you would see that this is almost something that you could legally stand up with Absolutely. in court much more than these other texts that I've yes. at. that's a really interesting point um okay so then uh how did things progress from there and and if you can move things, I know it's probably yeah. a long story, but move yeah, things yeah. a little bit more to current and, and what that's looked like as, as making a difference in your life. Yeah, sure. So at that point, I just repented. I got rid of all my New Age books, all my New Age paraphernalia, crystals and pyramids and statues and things in my in my home. Got rid of all of that, repented for literally about a week and then emerged feeling literally born again. Like mm-hmm. I can totally relate to that phrase. Wow. Felt this lightness this brand newness um and just yeah literally felt like a new person which was amazing Mm. um i was dating a guy at the time who was a christian and subsequently yeah we um thankfully he you know he was praying for me hard as well at that point so was he um, quite open about that during the relationship or kind of not necessarily um, he said because i was asking him about his faith um, he said that he knew I was going to become Christian because I was really interested okay. in his spirituality and asking That's him questions. Um, yeah, so anyway, a couple years on, we've got married um, and now I'm in a position where I'm, I mean, it's just night and day, Dave. It's completely different. My life is so much richer. The, the purpose I was looking for, I yeah. found to the point where actually uh, when I found Jesus, I was like, well, I'll just give up being in business and give up everything because I've got now got Jesus. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. the Lord showed me, no, Lord, you have to stay in business. And yeah, um, yeah so I'm. I'm using my faith, um, trying to work that out in my business. So I've just started a, a podcast called Eternal Health, okay. um, which is a kind of side side arm to my business in the natural health area where I coach people and write books on natural health. And yeah. really, I started this podcast to bridge um, the people's interest in natural health and mindfulness and, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know mental progression and that's the wrong word yeah, but positive no, no. psychology I, I guess yeah, 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 um, yeah. and spirituality but also from yeah. a, a truly biblical perspective so sure. I you know quote the bible and, and give the gospel regularly in my show that's really cool we'll touch more on this in the final part next because what I found really fascinated, uh, fascinating in talking to you off air is how you've kind of recognised that there's a longing in people for 
searching for a purpose Mm -hmm. there's a genuine genuine longing in a lot of people in wanting the best for themselves which is a really good thing and wanting uh you know to eat well to live well that's a really good thing which is rife across our society now which is a good thing and not to close that down but what we talked about a bit off air is how that can often as it did for you lead into spirituality which really takes a dark turn Mm. But how it doesn't have to and how it can still be rooted in who God really is, who Jesus really is, having that as faith and that you don't have to, you know, throw everything out if you come to Christ. We'll talk a bit more after uh, this song, a bit more about that. Well, unfortunately, it's the last part of my Life Stories conversation with Laura. Laura, I feel like we could talk for two hours, maybe just make this kind of a a longer show. Um, But it is the last part. And Laura, you've talked a lot about your whole life story and uh, how you found faith in Jesus, what that looked like, how it turned your life around. You talked about that in your last section from really quite a dark place uh, into much lighter, not Mm. to just use a cliche, but Mm -hmm. that was really how you described it. And... um, as I mentioned at the end of the last section, you are now in a position where you're really bringing health in terms of physical, in terms of psychological, in terms of, I guess, holistic, mm-hmm. whole life health uh, into the public arena. Could you just share a bit with us what that looks like for you, why you're doing it, why you haven't maybe just gone away from all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, and, and how people can maybe access that? Yeah, well, because a lot of mind body spirit stuff that so many people are are rightly into these days is is so rooted in the bible and i think a lot of as christians sometimes we can throw all that out and think we're free in christ we're saved i don't need to worry about what i eat and you know all that kind of stuff but actually if you look through the bible so you know in genesis 1 god's given us the green plants and the and the Mm. fruits to eat Mm. That was God's original design. Like, yes, we're able to eat meat now, and and I won't get into all that kind of thing. <laughs> but um, but you know, you see throughout the Bible, God calls us to be good stewards of what He gives us, and that includes our body and our mind. Mm-hmm. And we're taught to be train ourselves spiritually, as Paul says, mm-hmm. um, for godliness. So I think there's a real need for us to do that as Christians. And I think, as you mentioned earlier, so many people like me are searching. They're searching for for more spiritually in their body with health and Mm -hmm. whatever. And I think we're doing a disservice as Christians if we can't offer Mm. what these people are searching for in a biblical way, because otherwise they will go off into the copious amounts of avenues that are available in other spiritual you know spiritual practices sure so that's really my heart for this i started my podcast eternal health because i saw a massive gap there's a lot of christian podcasts there's a lot of new age podcasts there's a lot of natural health podcasts but none bridging all those three all the from my research that i did before i started mine all of the um natural health ones have got some spiritual aspect which for the most part is devoid of god mm-hmm. um so yeah i felt god calling me into into that area to to be a voice for the for yeah. jesus for the gospel um and for the biblical nature of of seeking good health and well-being mm. and one thing that from my personal perspective on on my faith my worldview uh, into this is that you know following jesus following god a christian perspective isn't about a religion per se Mm -hmm. it's not about another kind of set of ways to live per se but it does encompass your whole life if Mm. you really look at it and and what you're talking about it really does encompass your whole life you know jesus said i've come to give life and life in abundance yeah it's about fullness of life and life back to how 
it was designed to be with us being made by God in his image, all those kinds of things, not wanting to preach, but just um, I think sometimes we can have, maybe like you did when you were almost going to become a Christian, that stereotype that it looks like this particular image. It looks like this quite maybe boring to some people (laughs) image. Um, And it's really interesting to hear because you're kind of breaking down those stereotypes by saying, no, we want, yeah, God wants you and, and, and what it looks like to live his way is to live life to the full mm-hmm. and to really be expressed in every way and that's really interesting to hear yeah and not to go down that you know I think we can go to an extreme with the whole health and wealth gospel that God wants you rich you sure. know happy healthy all the time and when you know we don't see that in the Bible necessarily we see you know Paul saying you know you can expect to suffer for your faith and but mm-hmm. there is a, a there's a middle ground here and for me personally and and other people who are who kind of get this what i see is not the fact that we want to live forever and we want to be you know totally have the body beautiful and all that kind of stuff it's not about that it's more for me certainly i want to have the energy to be a good wife mm-hmm to be able to run my business well, um, to have the mental clarity to write my books, to be able to have the energy at the end of a hard day of work, to go out and speak to people I see on the street and share the gospel with them. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I want energy and health for. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good. Really good to hear. And, you know, people listening to this, if you are listening, I guess one thing that you've touched on is, and there's a song by Larry Norman from years ago, why don't you look into Jesus? If you're looking into all these things, why don't you look into Jesus? Why don't you look into what love really is? Mm -hmm. Explore what love really is can be and what really is because it's not self-centered mm-hmm. it really isn't and uh laura could you just give us out some places people can connect with you you've written a book tell us what that is where people can find that and where people can find more about what you're talking about uh, yeah sure yeah. um so my book is called the alkaline five diet and you can find it in waterstones amazon usual places um my podcast is on itunes it's called eternal health mm. And you can find both of those things on my website as well called laurarimmer.com. That's um, L-A-U-R-A-R-I-M-M-E-R.com. And there's some free resources and, um, yeah, ways to contact me there. Perfect. Laura, well, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and uh, we wish you all the best. Thank you, Dave. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that interview. And if you have any questions about what I discussed, my testimony coming from New Age to finding Jesus, if you're wondering about this in your own life, then do reach out. I'm happy to speak to you about this. You can email me laura at laurarimmer.com or make contact via my website. And also I have a brand new course that I've just recorded that you might be interested in called Choose Life on how to find true happiness and fulfillment in life through coming through the new age and into finding Jesus. So if you're currently on the path of things like law of attraction and positive affirmations, positive psychology, all that kind of stuff, but it's just not fulfilling you, then this is the course for you. It's a it's a cheap little course, so and it's all video based. So do check out my website, email me for details on that as well. And I'm going to leave you with some Bible quotes. And the first one is from Acts, the book of Acts and chapter three, verses 17 to 21. And now, brothers, I know you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. 
Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. And the second quote is from the book of John. So John's Gospel, verses, um, or chapter 3, verses 16 to 21. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Eternal Health. I'll be back with you soon with another episode. Until then, have a wonderful week and I'll speak soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Eternal Health Podcast. Go to lauraremmer.com to download your free Optimum Health Scorecard and find out your current health score, plus tips, coaching, and training on how to get slim, healed, and energized. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and we'll catch you next time on Eternal Health.